Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father, for sonship. Thank you for we can call you Abba, Father. Thank you, Father, because we can call you in the midst of chaos. Thank you for joy in the midst of our chaos. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Good morning, church, and happy new month to you all. I'd just like to very quickly encourage someone before I delve into life way. Job chapter 5 and verse from verse 19. Scripture says, he shall deliver you in six troubles. Hallelujah. Yes, in seven. No evil shall touch you. Hallelujah. Somebody needs to hear that. In famine, he shall redeem you from death. And in war, from the power of the sword. You shall be hidden from the scourge of the tongue. And you shall not be afraid of destruction when it comes. You shall laugh at destruction and famine, and you shall not be afraid of the beast of the earth. I'll skip to verse 24. You shall know that your tent is in peace, and you shall visit your dwelling and find nothing amiss. I hope that consoles somebody. Hallelujah. So today on Life Series, I will be talking about the in pursuit of happiness. This is a year of what? It's a year of what? An increase means different things to different people. What does it mean to increase? It means to become. It means to be greater in size. It can mean to be greater in amount. It can also mean to be greater in degree or in changing status to a bigger level. And this increase means different things to different people, right? I mean, if I ask you, what does that thing mean to you? You will tell me, it means for me promotion, I'm looking forward to promotion, I'm looking forward to a better job, I'm looking forward to owning my house, I'm looking forward to Possessing, possess, possessing something, you know, maybe material that you have been looking forward to. It could also mean, you know, to you gaining admission. It could mean for you changing your business, owning your own business. It could mean different things. And it could mean changing your status from being single to married. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Marriage is no doubt a beautiful thing, I tell you. It's no doubt a beautiful thing. And there is nothing wrong in desiring to be married. However, I'd like to let you know that marriage is not a reward. Singleness is not punishment. Marriage does not make you complete. Singleness or being single does not make you incomplete. We are complete in Christ Jesus. Let us turn our Bibles to Genesis chapter 2. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 20. And 20, from verse 18. I'll take you from verse 18. And the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. 
I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground, the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. So Adam gave names to all cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. Another verse says, or another um, translation says that he, he did not find a companion. One minute. So message translation says, God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will ma- make him a helper, a companion. And if you look further, the Bible also says that in verse 23, and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. Because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife. And they shall become one flesh. The Bible did not say that half and half shall come together. The Bible says, and the two shall become one. So where did we get this impression that I am looking for my better half? For us to feel complete. He says, and the two shall become one. It's a man and a woman. It's a whole man and a whole woman that comes together and they become one in union. All right? So, let's debunk this idea that I am half. I am incomplete because I am single. Even when you are married, you are one. All right? You, he is not the source of your happiness. She is not the source of your happiness. Your source of happiness is in God. And I need us to, you know, get that foundation very clear. Even for those of us that are married, single, divorced, whoever you are, it is important that you settle very much in your heart that you have a life from where you source your happiness and that happiness is in God. You find contentment in it. You find fulfillment in it. You find completeness in it. That is the life of God. In everything, every other thing. So in my imagination, what I have is is like a globe. That life is like a globe. Every other thing sources its essence from it. So this is a globe. The married life is like attached to that globe. It derives its essence from that globe. It derives its essence from that life. Whether you are single, you derive your life from that life. You know why? Because that married life can be removed. That single life can be removed. And so what happens to you without that life? So our source of happiness, you know, the world has defined happiness for us as being attaining achievement and status. Saying that without you being married, you know, I mean, you have, not, you have not achieved, you have not attained it. But I dare say to you, it is in the life of God that there is happiness, there is wholeness. And I tell you, these are some of the factors that also contribute to the issues we have in Christian marriages. Because you look up to the man so much, you look up to the woman so much, with a lot of expectations, as though he is the God that will give you life. The Bible says that in him we live, in him we move, 
and in him we have our being. He is the one that we have our being. It, it, it is not in another man. You see, when you have that life, when you understand that life, you, you are happy and you can give happiness. So you do not look at the other person with a desire to make you happy. Let us not, thank you, let us not, you know, look to another man as the source of our happiness. Because when you do not have happiness, you cannot give it. You need to have that happiness. So the expectations that you go into marriage with, that this man will make me happy, this woman will make me happy, you have already debunked it because your source of happiness is in God. I'm sorry I'm stressing this because I tell you that when I thought about some of the issues in Christian marriages or even in the marriage setting generally, I think if we address this, you know, sometimes your spouse will misbehave. And where do you run to? You go back inwards. No matter how spiritual you are, you can ask Brother Kofi. You think he's a patient man? Until he married me, he started to exercise patience. I see it on his face sometimes. He doesn't say it, but I think sometimes he says, what did I get myself into? I hope that puts a smile on my husband this morning. Hallelujah. So you are a companion. You have to add value to that person. You have to make the person happy. Yes, but you are not his source of happiness. She's not your source of happiness. We are two imperfect people when we get married, when we come together. Marriage gives you the opportunity to exercise 1 Corinthians 13 on a daily basis, on a per minute basis, continuously, deliberately. So if you think that marriage is all rosy, mm -mm. it's a commitment. Like I said, it's beautiful, but I need you to understand what you want to get into and desire it right so that you don't go into it without focus. And to the married, the Bible says in Proverbs 24, verse 3 to 4, he takes wisdom to build a house and understanding to set it on the firm foundation. And that wisdom is who? It's God. That wisdom is God. I can go into an argument to say that it is not love that builds a home. It is the principles that guide the home. But it is wisdom that builds the home. And that wisdom is God. You would, you would express love consistently in wisdom. So a life that is based on human love but not God's love, you need to check it. If you're having issues in marriage, please reprioritize your, your, your expectations. Do not make the married life the life. Do not make the career life, the professional life, the life. Make the God life the life. And every other thing will derive its essence from it. It's a life that finds fulfillment, completeness in God, and in whom God has created. It's a life nurtured by God. It's a life that draws happiness and affirmation. 
And it is not just to singles or married or anybody, but a life that, have, that finds affirmation in God. When you go out there and the world throws battles at you, throws words at you, you are affirmed by who God has made you to be. Even when people look at you and say, you are 40, you are over 40, and you are not married, you go back into yourself because you know who you are. You know the affirmation of God's word for you. Now, again, we've talked about this life. And I would also say that, like I had said, this is not the source of your life. The life is your source. And so you must not deprive yourself of life. Because you are single. Because you are divorced. I read something interesting. Ecclesiastes. I'm trying to go there. I hope I can find it. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 12 and 13. Are you with me this morning? So, it says, um, He has made everything beautiful. I'll start from verse 9. He says, What profit has the worker from that in which he labors? I have seen the God-given task with, with which the sons of men are to be occupied. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity in, in their hearts, except that no one can find out the work that God does from the beginning to end. I know that nothing is better for them than to rejoice and to do good in their lives, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. What I'm trying to say here, and another uh, translation I think puts it a bit better for me. It says um, in the message translation, but in the end, does it really make a difference what anyone does? I've had a good look at what God has given us, given us to do. Busy work, mostly. True, God made everything beautiful in itself and in its time. But he's left us in the dark, so we can never know what God is up to. Whether he's coming or he's going. I've decided that there is nothing better to do than go ahead and have a good time and get the most we can out of life. That's it. Eat, drink, and make the most of your job. It's God's gift. So while you're at it, whether single, whether married, whether divorced, separated, enjoy the most of life. Enjoy the gift of life that God has given you. Don't drop that talent. Don't drop that gift. Don't drop that fun. And I'm talking to it, even myself. You love to play lawn tennis. Go play it. Have fun with people. Enjoy life. I want to die smiling. I tell my husband a lot of times. I want to die smiling because I would have done everything I want to do. So... As you look towards, okay, I want to change my status from being single to married. Please do not deprive yourself of life. Do not say, oh, until I get married, until I have children, until I settle down, until I 
get divorced until I separate. While you are at it, enjoy life and enjoy God. Now, for those of us that are dating or that, I mean, we will get into relationships with people. Honestly, that is not the time for you to go to all the restaurants and know all the kind of good restaurants we have in Lagos. Because again, I see this a lot among those, or those of us that are uh, in relationships. Or, I mean, it's all about where did he take you to? Valentine is coming. I mean, I'm not saying don't take your spouse out or don't take your girlfriend out. But honestly, it goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. Pay attention to the person. If I ask you, you are dating so 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 and so person, introduce the person to me, guess what you will likely say? And I've done it several times. Guess what you will likely say? Meet Kofi, CEO Oasis Furniture. Isn't it? Meet Tola, the tech bro. He works in MTN in their IT department. Meet Titi, she's an engineer. Is that who Titi is, or is that who Tola is, or is that who Kofi is? That's not who he is, that is not who she is. That is just the profession or a job that the person is doing. Let us not get carried away with their present job status as their personality. That is not who they are. We need to pay attention to who the person is. And that is why I would tell you, young men, you know, this is my default mode, men. Get mentors. Get mentors in spiritual things. Get mentors in professional career life. Get mentors to understand who you are as a person. Don't let any woman ever define you by your material status or the kind of job that you do. Don't let any man define you as that. Find out who you are. Understand what masculinity means. For me, masculinity is a gift. It's a gift from God, and you need to discover it. It means to lead. It means to be a source. It means to be the head. There is so much more to it. And you see, while you are at it, add value to one another. Add value to one another. It is not about just the material things you can get from the person. And that is why I said from the very onset, get the life. Because in that life, every other life gets its essence. You, are not, you will not look out for the other person with the intention to just get and grab and grab. You would relate with that person on the basis of the value you will create as well to them. I dated a guy some time ago before I got married, and I, I said that specifically, before I got married. <laughs> so, yeah, because married women date other men. So, the guy was well-to-do. He had virtually everything any woman would want in him. But guess what? He was a lavish spender. He loves football as well. When he goes to watch a match and his team wins, guess what? He declares for everybody. And I saw the kind of lifestyle. And I told myself, is this what I wanted to get myself into? So I encouraged him. 
I told him, you know, I mean, money, you need to use money wisely and spend it wisely, invest it wisely. I mean, he started changing, no doubt. I mean, not completely, but he started changing. Anyway, I eventually severed my relationship with him. I kid you not, 18 months after, Mobile, where he was working, they, um, they restructured. And he was one of the people that was restructured. And he gave me a call to say, you know, what you told me some months back has happened. Now, why did he call me back? Because even though I severe relationship with this guy, he was still my friend. I added value and I keep adding value to him. I made him understand why I couldn't go on with the relationship. And, you know, we remained friends. So what I'm basically saying is, I mean, it is not all relationships that we end in marriage, but it doesn't mean that you must severe that relationship on bad light, on bad notes. Add value to them while you're at it. Don't just spend their money. Don't just try to understand how much money they can spend for you because a man can spend money on you, and when you get inside, I mean, he won't. So please, it is so important that, you know, we understand this. Somebody has a question. Am I permitted? Okay, so somebody says, if I don't describe myself by what I do, how should I describe myself? Please give an example. I'll give you a practical example, Brother Kofi. When I met Brother Kofi, Brother Kofi, when I said, where do you live? He said, I live in Jibo. Where in Jibo? I live in Igbo-Bisabe. Doesn't he have number? He said, Igbo-Bisabe square. <laughs> okay, square. Where in the square? He said, you know what? When you get to Jibo bus stop, ask of uncle. Uncle. I can't forget. He said, ask of uncle. And anybody you ask will take you to Igbo Bisabe Square. And truly, I asked of uncle. Even his mother calls him uncle. What am I trying to say? When I met some, there was a day I was going to, to visit him. Sorry, I'm out of time. There was a day I was going to visit him. And somebody accompanied me. Baba Lide, Bralo will know him. Bra Lide, I didn't know him at that time. And he, he accompanied me and told me that, I see you come around here to see a certain guy. If you don't marry that guy, there is no better man that you can marry. I got this testimony from two people in that area. Now, back to this guy's question. How do you describe yourself? You see, it is not you that would describe yourself. Somebody else would describe you. And that is why I said that if I ask the other person to describe you, what would they say? Would they say he's an engineer? Would they say he's a doctor? Would they say he's a lawyer? What would they say about you? 
So yes, you can know who you are. But honestly, your everyday actions will say exactly who you are. And that is also honestly why I'm also saying to young ones or to the singles, apologies, that you see, when you're dating, meet with people. Go visit. Go and visit Bralo. Go and visit Uncle Mark. Go and visit Uncle Shekun. Go and, you know, go together. It is in the course of discussions. It is in, they will, they, Yorubas will say, Efiniwa, that is your character or your person, is like smoke. You, you can't deny it. It will show. Now, it is now up to you when they give you that feedback to take that feedback. To accept to see. And again, and that is why that life would help you see. Love is not blind. It will help you see. That life will help you see. Even when you have some images in your mind to say that this is the kind of person, the life of God will lead you. I didn't have a very good reason apart from this Babalaide and um, Agbamuchi's father and the leading of the Holy Spirit. If I asked the Holy Spirit why I needed to marry Brother Kofi, honestly, if it was the basis of that, if you want to times it two times two, you know I wouldn't be married to him. But I'm grateful to God that I took that decision. I accepted God's decision over my life. So, describing you, and which is why, again, if you want to be described well, the life of God. The life of God. Honestly, it's the best life. For every time I will come here, I will always talk about that life. It's the best life. Thank you very much, Reverend.